So this service is a little bit different. If you're new here, this is not a typical Sunday. This is a celebration that was supposed to happen, I think, two and a half months ago, three months ago. And then we had this stupid thing called COVID-19 hit. Anyone heard of it? Yeah? <laughs> kind of threw everything for a loop. But what today is about is it's about celebrating those that have chosen to be a member of Rock Church. <clears throat> Woo! Yeah! Um, I want to talk a little bit about membership, what that means, why we believe it biblically. Um, there's a lot of different opinions on membership, right? There's people that do this. This is what we typically do as people. If there's something that has gone bad, we rebel 100% the other way. What I mean is we know there's a lot of negative things that have happened with structured church and religion in history. You guys understand that? Catholic church, I mean, they've got a rough past with Constantine. I mean, we've got, we can go way back. But that doesn't mean that it's not biblical. What it means is that we perverted something that God was, that was meant for holy. Okay, we perverted something. So we don't want to rebel completely against it. We want to do what the Bible says to do. Okay, so I'm going to list some reasons on why it's important that you are a member of a church. And I want to say a church because here's what I'm saying. We're all a member of the church, but it's important that you're a member of a local body. It doesn't have to be ours. Do I think ours is the best? Duh. Right? Would I work here if I didn't? But I'm not going to, like, I just want you to be plugged in a part of somewhere. What I don't want you to be is a floater, Christian. I just made that word up, by the way. Did not plan that. I don't want you to be a floater. A floater is someone who's like, oh, I'm going to go over here and go to church on Sunday, and then I'm going to go to this church over here on Sunday. And what happens is you never get plugged in or connected to anyone. There's no accountability. There's no, you're missing so many tools that the Bible lays out for your transformation. Does that make sense? So I'm going to list about 12 ways. Number one, the reasons why membership's important. Number one is it's biblical. Jesus established the local church and the apostles did their ministry through it. The Christian life in the New Testament is church life. Christians today should expect and desire the same. Guys, if you ever hear Christians say that I can be a Christian by myself with my own family at home listening to online sermons, false. That is not biblical. You are meant to be connected and a part of a body. You are a member of the body. We need you and you need us. Number two, the church is its members. To be a church in the New Testament is to be one of its members. Read through Acts, and you will want to be part of the church because that's who Jesus came to rec rescue and reconcile to himself. Number three, it's a prerequisite for the Lord's Supper. We know this biblically. 1 Corinthians eleven twenty and 33. Number four, it's how to officially represent Jesus. We represent him as a body. We are very, very, very individualistic people. Everything in the United States is about me, what I think, what I believe, my job, my life. We should look different than the rest of the world. We are about us. Did you hear that? We as members of a church are more about us than we are about I. That's what we're aiming for. Number five, it's how to declare one's highest allegiance. Your membership on the team, which becomes visible when you wear the jersey, is a public testimony that your highest allegiance belongs to Jesus. Trials and persecutions may come, but your only words are, I am with Jesus. And being a member of a church is one of the ways to do that. Um, number six, it's how to serve other Christians. Number seven, it's how to follow Christian leaders. Let me say something about that. 
So a lot of people ask me, is the word membership, like what verse do we use to use or to implement church membership? There is no church membership in the Bible, but it does talk about members, that you are all a different body part supposed to represent the body. It also talks about serving widows. It talks about submitting to authority. Let me ask you a question. Can you do any of those things if you aren't attached to an actual body of people? If you're just one of the large global church, how do you submit? What leader do you submit to? Which widow do you feed? Right? You need to be plugged into a local body of people, intimately connected. And I'm going to get more into that at the end. I only have two and a half minutes left. I just got up here. Number 10, I've skipped a few. I'll get to them. It enables church discipline. And I can hear a pin drop. Church discipline. What is church discipline? Basically, it's this. We care enough about your restoration and your soul that if you decide to start living a super immoral life, you start shooting up heroin. You're just, I mean, I'm just imagine the worst possible thing ever, right? Prostitute. I don't know, whatever it is. Imagine your head. If we didn't love you, we would do nothing about it and just have you keep coming. But we do love you. So what the church and what the Bible actually says to do is, hey, until you get your act together, we're going to remove you from our membership because we want your soul to be restored more than anything else. It's not about kicking people out. We'll always have them come to Sunday morning. But it's about everyone in our membership is dedicated to making Jesus the authority over their life. And we're going to hold each other accountable that way. Does that make sense? Number 11, it gives structure to the Christian life. We need structure. And number 12, it builds witness and invites the nations. Guys, one of the reasons we started this whole thing, Growth Track, which is, what was, which is our assimilation process to get members of our church, is that we, as part of one body, want to help reach more people for the gospel. Every single one of us has that call on their life. Not just me, not just my dad, not just my all of us have that call to reflect God's, God's glory and bring people into a better life that offers sustaining happiness for eternity. So do we want to be a part of that? Do we want to be a part of that? I'm getting nervous. So let me get into some scripture. I want everyone to turn to Romans. This is my last part. It's going to be short because we've got a lot to do today. Everyone turn to Romans chapter 12. Verses 11. And I'm going to read through this. And I want, what I want to show you here is this. These verses are impossible without intimate communion and relationship with a body of people. You cannot do this from home by yourself. So Romans chapter 12, verses 11 says this. Do not be slothful in zeal. Be fervent in spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in tribulation. Be constant in prayer. Contribute to the needs of the saints and seek to show hospitality. So how many know some of us lack zeal sometimes? One of the best ways, or we're apathetic, or just about the Christian life in general. I see this trend a lot. I can see it in myself frequently. One of the best ways to help fight that is to be in a community of people that help drag you along. Because guess what? I might be really pumped up for a month, and Joe's like super not. But if I'm in his face, I can be like, come on, man, let's go, let's go. And then the opposite. Then he's pumped up and I'm not. And we continue in this walk together. It's super hard to do alone and you were never meant to do it alone. You were meant to do it in a group of people. 
Verse 14 says this, bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. And now this next part, rejoice with those who rejoice, weep with those who weep. Now you can read right over that, and I often do. Rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. Okay, so if I see somebody crying, I'm gonna be like, (laughs) I'm gonna put it on. I'm gonna try to cry with them. Or can you get intimately connected enough that you actually weep when they weep because you care that much about that person? Do you see the difference? That doesn't happen without being committed to getting together, committed to a church, committed to kingdom community, committed to serving together, one team, one mind, all with the same goal, right? We get so connected that one of us hurts, I hurt. When something great happens to someone, I'm pumped about it. Do you see that? This is why being a member is important. We don't want free floaters out there just hopping in on Sundays once in a while. We want us all to be a part of this mission together. Verse 16, live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Never be wise in your own sight. Live in harmony with one another. You know how it's easy to live in harmony with one another? If you're never with other people. That's actually not really in harmony with anyone. If you're just a disconnected person, right, you don't have real relationships where problems can come to the surface. That's one thing to think about. If you never have any kind of issue with any kind of human, I would argue you're not really connected to anyone. And that's also a problem. It says live in harmony with one another. So I go through that scripture to show you that membership is important to us because we want committed body members. We want disciples. We don't want just people coming here for a show on Sundays. We want to run this race together. So those are some of the biblical reasons. If you have more questions about that, please find me or my dad. Um, But the next thing I'm going to do is I want to talk about upcoming, we are starting our next growth track. So this first one is something we'll never see again. We brought our entire church through growth track, but typically growth track is going to be going on behind the scenes on Sunday mornings with small groups, anywhere between three to 10 people. It's going to be led by one of our elders and they're going to go through it. And then we will announce new members basically every three months. And as one team, we're going to try to grow our church because we want to bring more people into the kingdom. Yes? So our next one starts July 12th. Write this down if you're interested. If you're not a member yet, we want you to be a part. This is the most important next steps that you can take. You're going to learn a lot about who we are, how you can get involved, what we believe biblically, what it looks like on a daily life to be a disciple in your own spiritual life. But that starts Sunday, July 12th. And we want you to email info at rockchurchqc.com if you want to sign up for that. Or you can talk to Claire. Claire, will you stand up and raise your hand? Everyone look back. Claire's right there. Please find her. We're going to be promoting this over the next month. So this is not the last time you're going to hear about it. Um, But we would love, love, love if you're new here. This is absolutely the most important next step that you can take. And just to prove that point, we are now going to transition. I'm going to have a few people come up who are going to share some testimonies. So if I can have Jared and Courtney and Laura Lee, I believe. Now, these are people that are 100% fulfilling everything that we ask when it comes to being a member of the church. They're coming on Sundays. They're a part of kingdom communities. They serve in different ministries. So we wanted to give you guys an opportunity to hear from some of them. Let's give it up for the main man. Looks like you're going first, bro. Thank you, guys. Um, 
So Rock Church has impacted my life uh, in many, many ways, but I was a Christian before I started coming here, but like being among a body of people who, honestly, I'll, I'll be honest, 100% transparent, it's setting up these chairs on Saturdays uh, at like different times was the moment I realized that um, this is serving. Like, I don't want to do this on a Saturday. And so my heart posture initially doing it was like, oh, I got to go serve again. Had a crazy dream that completely transformed my life where Jesus spoke to me directly, audibly in a voice. And then it was like the very next time I set up chairs, boom, I love doing it. I was singing, walking, carrying the chairs, feeling like I was floating on clouds. And so like that transformed my heart. And that happened because I was among a body of people. My wife was obviously the primary reason. Uh, she dragged me along until I've I was tooth and nail, and I was like, ah. And then, then I started raising my hand a little bit, and then I was like, oh, and then both hands. You know, it's a, the progression of the church worship. Uh, and so, <laughs> tip like that. Uh, whoa, okay. So then that occurred, and then I began to, you know, pour into KC, and I, I didn't really get intimate with anybody, and then we started uh, going to a small group, and it was like, oh, these guys are like pouring out their hearts. I should probably reciprocate that because they're like spilling everything out instead of me just sitting here observing being a creepy guy in the back. And it was like, okay. So I did it and then I was like, and people started, you know, encouraging me and speaking into my life. And it, it transformed my heart in such a way where it was like, this is what Jesus is. Like I, I was just seeing Jesus in all these different people's faces. And uh, so that is how that impacted my life. I chose to become a member because of all those things. I grew up in Christ here um, with a bunch of different people pouring into me. Um, I mean, it's just a lot. Pastor Dan's mentored me. Josiah's mentored me along the way. Joe back there, the tallest guy in the building, mentored me. Uh, and many other people just speaking, pouring in my life and loving me. Um, and it's just like, how could I not try to do that back to you guys? How could I not try to give Jesus love because he affords that to me? Um, and yeah, I'm done rambling on. I love you guys, and that's the biggest impact, and I'm so grateful for everybody. So. Good morning, Rock Church. My name's Courtney. I'm married to Jared, if you guys don't know. Um, so when the question was posed to us um, how Rock Church has impacted us, it's such a big question to answer, but like my husband said, in so many ways, Rock Church has impacted us. Um, we started attending a little over five years ago, right before we got married. And um, maybe like a lot of married couples, you have to decide to find a church that fits both of your needs. Um, for Jared, it was just finding a place where we could grow together and um, his faith was probably not as strong at that point in our lives. Um, so just finding somewhere where grace was really at the center of um, the message and what the church stood for. And Rock Church was definitely that church for us. Um, it's just helped our marriage so much. It's strengthened who we are in Jesus and it's put Jesus in the center of our marriage. Um, it's helped us to be great parents to our daughter, helped us to be great a daughter to my mom and a sister to my brothers and everything that you could think of. It is just poured out abundantly in my life. Um, so yeah, I mean, 
for all those reasons, accountability and discipline and um, having somewhere to serve and being plugged in and Casey's having people to pray over you and weep with you and rejoice with you is just, it's like no other. So um, for all those reasons is the reason we've decided to be members of this church. Um, we are committed and loyal to this body, and um, I think my husband said it perfectly, Rock Church has given us so much, um, so how could we not want to do our best to give back to this body? So um, we've come a long way in the five years, and I think we are rounding a corner where we are definitely in a place where we want to pour back into this church because it's given us so much. So I'm Laura Lee and I am not married to Jared. You guys are a great couple. I'm married to JD, the guy in the cool plaid shorts. <laughs> um, so I was brought here not by um, any other reason except the Holy Spirit um, led us to come here and my husband came kicking and screaming also. He's like, I don't like ch 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 change. <laughs> Why are we leaving the other body? Um, it's because this is family and from day one um, tears were shed it was I felt like we knew everybody already even though I knew very few of you and um, this body is what family is supposed to be like this is like what we seek with our own blood that we don't get and um, we do like you guys said we pour into each other um, I don't ever want to receive anything that I can't give back and this body has continually encouraged me to grow and stretch Terry especially <laughs> um, she's like you know this is what the Lord's trying to do through you stretch uh, reach out that kind of stuff and we're doing that to everybody all the time and the more that we connect um, as I look around all these faces um, you guys are the ones that I will share my story with that I'm comfortable with that I can trust uh, you guys are the ones that I've been you know sick a few days ago and you are the ones that I reached out to um, you were the ones that um, I know that you feel comfortable to come to me if you're hurting or stuck or something's going on um, And then we do life together and it's through every area Casey if you're not plugged in get plugged in one of the areas I've grown the most um, and felt most connected with is a cell group We've been looking at that so much. It's like an intimate small body kind of like when we go through journey We got to get in a position sometimes before we we can feel vulnerable to someone else where it's a small intimate group of people we can trust and that's where a lot of growth comes from and I'm just thankful for the openness this is this is the first church where I can feel comfortable and not condemned where I can raise both my hands I can dance goofy or whatever I need to do when I feel like I need to worship the Lord nobody has ever told me hey put your hands down be quiet sit in the back um, and uh, I, I just want to thank every one of you and any of you who aren't plugged in I'd be happy to share any more of my story that you would like to know I love you